0: You asked for it, you got it. It's a points league mock draft. I'm picking at number four. It's Yahoo scoring. Hey, what are you waiting for? Mick? Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. You can find me on Twitter as always, at RedRock underscore B-Ball, on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball, and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by FanJul Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit fanduelcom slash LockedOn to get started. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free. We are available on all platforms. So back for a points league mock draft, the third points league mock draft we've, we've done. I am doing this actually as a 14 team points league mock draft. I'm picking at number four. Um, it's just, uh, look, the 14 is just because there will be people playing in 14 team leagues. I'm not going to do tons and tons of mock drafts for points, but this just gives you a bit of an idea. But in a points league, whether it's 10 or 12 or 14, you can still get an idea of the order that players should go. There's no such thing as team build. There's no such thing as pairing or anything like that. So if a guy goes at 36 in a 12 team league, he should go around 36 in a 14 team league. It doesn't change that much. This just enables us to push it a little bit deeper for those of you that play in deeper formats as well. Um, Before I get into the draft, just a quick update on Miles Bridges, who had that arrest warrant uh, served for him for, again, being one of the shittest blokes ever. We know that somehow he was allowed back into the league after the first incidents of, or the first reported incidents of domestic violence. And now he's, what, throwing billiard balls at his ex-girlfriend's car with the kids in it and getting his new partner to kick the car? That's what the warrant suggests. Is he guilty or not? I don't know. But at at this point, in terms of his NBA future, I don't know that we should care. I am now, I I don't know this for sure. I would find it very hard to believe that he actually plays in the NBA this season. I I, I don't know that. What I know is that he is now absolutely not draftable in the first 10 rounds. We know that 11 through 14 could be flyers and we take a chance and we see what happens. But I would have to think that something is going on here. And I believe the Hornets had no idea about these warrants until like yesterday. So good work on your due due diligence, considering one of them was issued back in January. But I just don't think they're going to be able to go through with this, to be fair. I don't think they're going to keep him around or he's going to play. So that boosts Gordon Haywood. Away from, I said like two days ago, hey, I really like getting Gordon, Hay- Gordon Hayward in the last couple of rounds. At least you get good value for the first two weeks of the season, three weeks of the season while Bridges is out. I'm more in on it. And when he gets hurt, you get rid of him. Bumps PJ Washington a lot. Helps Brandon Miller. I'm still not convinced he's going to be a 12-team must-roster all season, but it helps him. And deeper leagues, it helps JT Thor. So there's your update on uh, gen- generationally shit bloke Miles Bridges. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Snap into action this NFL season with FanJul, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanJul, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads and player props and over-unders and to attack by lower MVP bets and Dolphin Super Bowl bets, which you know are going to cash. We just know it. It's written. In Destiny. That is how good luck a franchise the Dolphins have been through all time. So visit fanjul.com/slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. fangil an official partner of the NFL. Don't forget to gamble responsibly. Alright. Let's hey, let's get into this mock draft. Alright, we're heading into this draft. We had multiple false starts. People not picking, people dropping out of drafts. So we started it again. And now we're here, Northcore on the clock at pick number one. The guys who were in the draft, they're going to be watching this. Oh, no, Josh, we didn't get your reaction. It was just me swearing at the screen, so I cut it out. We didn't need to have it there. So we are here, 32 seconds. I'm picking at number four. Everyone was in the draft room. I hope everyone is still in the draft room. Let's bang this out, hey? All right, Northcore, you've got 20 seconds. As I said before, the video that I uh, deleted, um... I am the top four for me are pretty clear. It's Embiid, Doncic, Jokic, and Giannis. Decent drop off to Shea. I think I will get Giannis fall to me down here, because people don't trust his knee, and I get that. But it is a sizable margin between him and the next group of guys, which is Shay and Tatum and Halliburton and Davis. So let's uh let's see how we go. Let's go. We are going Northcore. Do not let us down. Yes! The big fella is back. He has totally redeemed himself. at too. Nash, will you do it? Will you allow me, one of the top four guys, to fall? Come on. All right. You did. So I'm just going to take. Well, are you, they're always going to. What am I talking about? I've lost my mind. They're always going to let one of the top four guys fall to me because I'm at four. So I didn't really have much risk there. I was maybe hoping that Shea goes ahead there, but yeah. Anyway, I just lost my mind. It's early. And I was frustrated by that stuff. That's all good. Shea goes at five. These are totally reasonable picks. There is an argument to be made that in a Yahoo point scoring setting, Doncic shouldn't go at one. No, not Doncic, Jokic. Part of the reason that I, again, will worry about Doncic is the two-game playoff week. Now, in a points league, his value is so much higher than the guys five through the rest that taking him in the top four is definitely reasonable. There is a large enough gap there for that to accumulate over the season. In a a category league, I, I don't really think we do that. Someone said Shea is the points league god. I believe Shea was better in category leagues than points leagues last season, but there you go. Anthony Davis goes at 8, Steph at 7, Tatum at 6. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Halliburton, 9. Actually, pretty reasonable. I don't think Halliburton is nowhere near as good in a point. He's good, but he's not as good in a points league as he is a a category league. Smooth is using rankings, not points. Is he? What did he do by taking Steph there? No, Steph's fine there. Leave my guy Smooth alone. Lillard goes at 11. That one is probably one I disagree with a little bit. Ball goes at 12. Okay. LeBron's the interesting one because he is probably a top 10 player per game in a fantasy point setting. But I have I have less confidence in LeBron playing than I do Kawhi, to be fair. It's 39. Like, that's that's just going to happen. I, I think there's an outside chance Kawhi plays 60 this season. Outside. Trey Young goes at 14. Cool. The other interesting one is going to be in this is Ja Morant. And we've seen some very interesting and I think wrong and controversial things with Ja Morant. Let's get what I know out of the way with Morant. You can see the draft if you're on YouTube, how it's playing out. Jar Morant is eligible on Yahoo for IL Plus leagues. By the way, you should never run regular IL. I know their default leagues have IL. They won't listen to anything that I say in regard to that stuff. Um, IL Plus should be the default and Jar is eligible for IL Plus. On ESPN, I think they screwed up royally. They had listed Jar as out this whole time. And then yesterday they changed their mind and listed him suspended so now he's not IR eligible he was people drafted him under the expectation that he was IR eligible because he literally was IR eligible so now if you've drafted him and he's in your IR you can't make a move you can't make an add or drop or a trade unless you put him back into your active lineup and then that costs you zeros for 25 games it is a horrendous decision i think you shouldn't i don't think there's any reason why suspended players shouldn't be IR eligible or but it's called injury reserve it doesn't have to be We stick to this wording, which is absolutely stupid. An IR list doesn't exist in the NBA. Doesn't exist. Not a real thing. Why should fantasy managers be punished for a player being suspended versus injured? Especially when, like, okay, we know about it now with JAR. That's fine. Changing the rules on the fly like ESPN did is wrong. But if a player gets suspended mid-season, how is that any of our fault? How could we have known that? And what it does is it unbalances the league because the teams that are at the top of the standings have the ability to hold on to a guy with zeros for longer than a team in the middle or the bottom of the pack. Therefore, when that player comes back, their team gets stronger and it unbalances things. I don't know why this is a controversial statement, but people will always push back on it. Suspended players should be IR eligible. It is the most basic concept, I believe. And there you go. We'll run through the rest of those picks. Devin Booker starts round. Oh shit, it's my pick. Then I'll run through the picks. So Paul George just went. So I am oh, all right. I am gonna do something which people will find a little controversial. But in a points league, it is not. I'm taking Julius Randle at this selection. So after Trey Young finished out round one, we go Devin Booker, Anthony Edwards, Donovan Mitchell at pick. Where was Donnie? Um 17. Kyrie 18, LeBron 19. That's a very interesting pick. Harden 20, Butler 21, Towns 22, Kawhi 23, Paul George 25, Randall 26, Siakam 27. Good pick there, Wembenyama. Oh wow! All right, we're getting spicy now. 27 for Wembenyama, and Fox at 28. Wemby, I think, is probably too high there. Rip, I reckon. Oh man, that's a risky combination. Not that Doncic is risky; it's the two-game week. So Fox goes to end round two. Dejounte Murray round three. Um, the guy that's staring at me here is the big fella, and you know who that is? It is Zion Williamson. Um, Dejounte, oh, come on, Ripper, what are you doing after you picked Dej- uh, Wemby there? Um, yeah, Zion is the guy that very clearly to me projects as the best option here per game, but it's a clear but. Mikhail Bridges goes at thirty. I think he's more of a forty type of player in this points league setting, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, Nash D Fitness what are you doing my guy Jalen Brunson alright that's a good pick I am going to take Cade alright let's take Cade there I was debating Zion now if Zion somehow comes back to me in round 4 we will snaffle him and we'll get close to taking Jar because Jar's a top 20 top 15 points league player the risk you run there, of course, is if you are in ESPN, you, you can't draft him inside the top. I, I don't honestly, with no IR eligibility, having a zero on your roster in a standard ten starter three bench league, it's basically impossible. You're just gonna lose. It's so hard to win by drafting that guy. That makes them almost undraftable, which again is stupid. Why would you want a fantasy league where someone like Jamarant can't be drafted? Um, DeRozan goes after Cade. Um, at 33. Bam goes at 34. Someone said that my team is stacked. My team's all right. Is it stacked? Mm-hmm. I think everyone's stacked at this point with three picks in. Fred Van Vliet goes at 35. Marketing at 36. Jaron Jackson has fallen too low here. Jordan Poole is, should be going. I don't know why Jaron is not going. He should have gone ahead of many of these players. Polo should go in this round. Darius Garland just went. We need to start getting Jaron Jackson, Polo Banchero, and Jordan Poole should be the next three picks, in my opinion. Miles Turner, oh, well, that is not good. Does this guy not know that it's a points league? That is not a good pick. OG. Jaron Jackson, 39, big steal. Big, big value there from you, Ariel. Love that from you. The Miles pick is, is what is pretty weird. I just think he's miles behind these guys. He might average 8, 9 fewer fantasy points, I think. than some of the guys still available. Dez Bain goes at 40. Actually, think where's where I've got Bain around that mark. That's actually okay. But there's still, I think, a lot of players on the board who should start to go, maybe I do get Zion on the way back around here. We've got to chuck him into the queue, the big foul. Oh, no, did he just go? Oh, there we go. 41, he takes him. Good. Good from you. It could work out massively in your favor. I wonder who pulls the trigger on Jar. I... Uh, Pun absolutely unintended I don't know that I will But I'd consider it Jalen Brown at 42 is also tremendous value Jordan Poole still sitting there There is a lot of Jordan Poole hate around By the way Jordan Poole in the game against Cairns Taipans It was against Cairns I understand this He had 18 points in 20 minutes He hit 4 threes and shot 50% on threes And 46% from the field overall in 20 minutes And someone said Man you're so high on Poole He was so disappointing in that preseason game what the hell did you want him to do? He said, like, he's going to be terrible, like we saw in the preseason. Bro, what are we talking about? Yeah, there is so much value in him. Anyway, Paolo slid to 43. The headmaster goes 44. Jordan Poole, 45. By the book, that is tremendous value from you. Is Evan Mobley still there? Because he shouldn't be. Neither should Zach Levine. Ooh, okay. Well, there goes Levine at 46. Kuzma is another guy that's going to go soon, and people are going to lose their mind when they understand that Kyle Kuzma is a top 50 points league player. Vooch goes at 47. I am very much down on Vooch, so I would not be picking him in round four, but to each their own. Mobley goes at 48. That's good value to me as well. Ingram's the other one who slides tons in category leagues, but well, there you go. That's around the right spot for him, so good for you as I have some coffee. Um. All right. Smooth-o, what are we doing, big fella? Who are you snagging with this one? I get the feeling Smoove might think this is a category league. So let's see what he does. Ched at 50. Um, no, that's actually totally reasonable. Totally reasonable. I am going to... If he is there, I am taking Kuz more for the point of take Kuz in the top 50. There might be one or two guys. Well, actually, there's not. In my projections, he's actually the highest ranked player. And I could get him... Perhaps on the way back around. But I do just want to show that, yeah, I think he should go here. Aiton and Beal, the other two guys who are close to the top. Well, there goes Bealow at four, 51. Very early for Chet. Not really, Boney. I think it's probably okay, honestly. I was very impressed with him. Obviously, we haven't seen him play with Shea yet. But he was very good in that first game, obviously. Drew Holiday at 52. Oh, that is one that I ooh, I don't like that at all. But, you know, let's snag Coos. I mean, this team is very points league. Giannis Randall-Kuzma. Very points-league. And I guess that's part of the point of me doing this, highlighting a points-league team. Giddy goes at 54. Let's see if, if anyone makes a comment on me picking Kuzma there, I wonder that would mean that they don't understand the format. So Giddy goes 54. That's actually okay for Giddy, I think. Is it? I'm a little worried about what Giddy does this season. A little worried. Um, does Kuzma have upside for vader Yeah, he does. Chris Dabbs at 56. Wow, that is great as well. Aiton is the one that I want. Oh, there he goes. Aiton goes at 57. I have got Claxton, Maxi, Kessler. Aiton goes 51. Well, Claxton went, sorry. So when Claxton, Porzingis, Aiton. Uh, Kessler's going into my queue. Maxi's going into my queue. Barnes goes at fifty-eight. Scott, okay. I think there are better players available. Ooh, Simons. That's early. So what am I going to do? It is my pick. Simons just went. Do I take? I, I think I have to take. Yeah, I do. I have to take Tyrese Maxi here. Come on, he's actually got upside to be way better than this as well. I feel like I've got upside in my Kuzma Maxi, even my Cade pick. But otherwise, I think they've all fallen a little bit. Um, someone's asking if I think Kuzma can be top 30. He doesn't need to be top 30 when I picked him at 54. Uh, top 40, I think he can be. There goes Ja Morant at 61. Again, that's, that's a, it's a thing, right? We've got IR here on FanTracks, and if he's IL Plus on Yahoo, that is... Look, he's a top 20 player. It just makes it hard. It's okay, but it makes it hard. Shingun. Encouraging stuff first game of the preseason. I still don't know how it's all going to play out, but I'm pushing a little bit higher on him. You know that I love him. It's more just do the Rockets and every sign would suggest no. But the first preseason game was good. Smooth. All right. What are you going to do? I'm still not convinced that you are in. Oh, no. What on earth? Oh, no. Smooth. I love it. You're completely against everything that I think. It's fantastic. Unbelievable. CJ McCollum at, at 63 is an absolute big no for me. Tyler Hero at 64, to be the fair though, in a points league, McCollum is probably only 10 to 15 spots behind that in my reckoning. So it's not as e- egregious as it could be. Hero at 64. The Bronco goes at 65. I think people are passing on Walker Kessler here and they shouldn't be. They're passing on Rudy Gobert and they shouldn't be. Franz Wagner goes to 66. Jeremy Grant also just absolute sticking out like dogs balls is a name that should start going. Franz Wagner goes at 66. The other interesting one's going to be is Scooter, because he should start to crack off the board here, whether he does or not. Why isn't... Oh, there goes Jeremy Grant. That is strong from you, Ariel. Buy the book. You already got a steal last round in Geordie Poole. Can you pull it off again? That's what she said. What is he going to do? Yaka is another one that should be looked at. Oh, the pressure is getting to buy the book. The pressure's on. He's been here. He's making his picks. Oh, he does take Walker Kessler. Strong from the big fella. Well done. Rudy Gobert is sitting there. I would expect a Drizzy or Boney to snag. Uh, Gobert, we're at pick 60. Oh, no, we don't. We get Jalen Green at 69. And good. Reasonable. Upside to beat it. This is the range for Jalen Green in a points league. Hey, by the way, you know, we, we talk about Yahoo rankings and X-Rank and all that sort of stuff. I have now been told two different stories from two people who contribute to the X-Rank. One of them told me that they are told to do it focusing on points leagues. And another one told me they're told to do it based on a hybrid system where with a slightly into categories. So, I have absolutely no idea what the X-Rank means now or, or what they're treating it as. Um... Basel goes at 70. Ananobi, 71. Gobert, 72. Good from you. a Drizzy. Buy the book back here. So what's my next pick? It's pick number 76. Is that correct? Um, No, something's wrong with my system here. All right, let me go back and sort that out. Chris Middleton, 73. Okay. I don't mind that. All right, let's go back. I'm just had to fix something up on my settings. Um, meant to take Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul, that area would have been pretty good as well. Jarrett Allen falling like, uh, yeah. Falling a lot would be a a term that I would use here. Um, okay. Scooter, there we go. 75 for scoot. Actually pretty good. So let's look. Jakob Purtle, Jarrett Allen... Andy Wiggins, probably the next bunch of guys. What do I need positionally? I don't have a small forward. I don't have a center. Oh, no. Well, oh, let's chuck Giannis as a center. Kuz can go there. So I'm needing a guard and a small forward, and I've got my three flexes. Vassell, a contender for MIP. You guys are finally coming around to Devin Vassell being good, huh? Jared Allen, 78. Rogier goes one before that, at 77. All right. We are getting around to my pick. I need... I think Wigo is my guy here, if if it gets to me. Ben Simmons, wow. Okay, so Simmons is jumping up higher and higher. So that value of him going at 130, 110, 90 is being evaporated. This is what happens. You get the early draft phase, they push too high, you fade off them, and that means somebody else has to push down. That's how the cycle of fantasy drafting works. Sleepers are always relative. Values are oh Jabari Smith at 80. Holy shit. Okay. Let's take uh, let's take Wiggins. I put Jabari Smith on one of my bust videos the other day because I th- just think that he's going too high. Right. And someone said, no, man, you can't have him as a bust. People think that he's a sleeper. Look how he dominated Summer League. And that is again part of the problem with assessment. I think Jabari Smith is going to be pretty good. I think he's going to improve significantly. But when you take him at eighty, there's almost no way that he beats. Like, it's very hard for him to get ahead of that by a significant amount. In fact, every sort of suggestion to me would be that he goes below that, maybe twenty spots. Does that mean I think he's bad? No. Does it mean that I think that he's great value if you pick him at one hundred and twenty? Yes. But there's big variations in all of that stuff. Draymond at eighty-three is a pick that I, uh, I don't think I can get behind. I don't really get that. Didn't we at 84. He is much better in the points league, so that works okay there for you. Wendell Carter sort of hanging around here. Mark L. Fultz also hanging around. Mark Williams, surprisingly still around. Derek White goes at 85. I don't think I would have... I definitely wouldn't have done that. There are still people who are pretty skeptical on Mark Williams. Some, I've had, I have had it every day. Someone's like, hey, do you think that Mark Williams is going to be a minute split with Nick Richards? No, I don't. I, I don't at all. Mark L. Fultz at 86. I believe that the Hornets truly value him as their closing center. Everything I've heard from anyone covering the team is that Mark Williams is the guy and he is going to get the bulk of the minutes. It might not be 33. It probably isn't, but it's not going to be 24. Klay Thompson just went. All right, so what do I do here? I might... Ooh, what do I do? do? Uh, I'm going to snag Wendell, actually, as I just talk up Mark Williams. I'm going to snag Wendell there. I have him projected slightly higher than Mark but they're all in that same sort of area. Aaron Gordon should start to go soon as well. He's another guy that gets a significant boost in a points league format. Remember, we are in round seven, but we are talking 14-team leagues. That was pick 86 for Wendell. Westbrook goes at 89, absolutely fine. This is the right spot for Westbrook in a points league. He's probably 40 spots below that in a category league, but this is totally, totally reasonable to get him here. In fact, it's more than reasonable. Dan Gafford goes at 90. They still have absolutely nobody to back him up. He's going to get as many minutes as his body and his fouls can handle. And that is going to lead to numbers that people will look at and go, huh, Gafford was the new Nick Claxton. Am I saying that he's as good as Claxton from a player? No. No, but in terms of fantasy production, it's all about opportunity, pathway, and skill set. And Gafford has that for this season. I don't want to invest in him super high, but... If I'm going to look at someone who could jump from 100 to 40, it's him. After Gafford goes at 90, Cam Johnson, 91, Michael Ponder Jr. goes at 92, and Austin Reeves at 93. Where do I have Austin? Yeah, that's about right. I've still got a few guys ahead of him. Steve Adams really is going to thrive in this setting. Tobias Harris should start to go. Why is Mark Williams still available? Mark is smart. Um, who else have we got? Trey Jones should start to go. Tyus Jones should start to go. Well, there goes Mark Williams at 94. Brooke Lopez sliding. He is just not as valuable in a points league. I wouldn't take him actually in the top 100 of a points league. Well, there he goes at 95. That's not too far off. I just wouldn't do it at that spot. I still need an additional guard on my team, and I've got two more flex spots to fill. But I've got multiple power forwards, multiple centers, only one small forward eligible player. Um, and only one shooting guard eligible player. So I need to address that. They're often the position, shooting guards and small forwards, that you get later in the draft because there's just not as many of them available through the mid-rounds. Trey Jones goes at 96. Also, try to use this to exploit positional eligibilities too. If you can get point guards or power forwards eligible for small forward and shooting guard, that helps a lot. Um, A. Drizzy get it through. get it through. We're almost to pick 100. D'Angelo, Russell goes 97. Good game from D'Angelo yesterday. Really hard to take huge amounts out of it given who was sitting. But it was good. I think that Russell's going to have good games. But he's going to be very up and down and they have so many other options to give the ball to, meaning he's going to be inconsistent. Russell goes at 97 and the final pick is Aaron Gordon. That is smart from you, whoever that was. Boney, good, good pick. I enjoy it. That is the right spot, if not a little bit late for him. Ooh, Jalen... Duran is still around. Now, I've got a lot of centers, but by the time we cycle back around to me at whatever late-ass pick that is, well, Steve Adams is a good pick there at 100 as well. What's my next pick? It is 109. Like, if Duran's there, like, I have to snag. And the horse is another one who I will definitely have in my queue at that position. Does he make it to me? I don't know. But I've got Smart, Duran, Nurkic, Toby Harris and Calden Johnson as my best guys available. There goes Duran at 101. Actually, I think you got some value there. So did you, Ariel, getting smart at 102. Smart, currently injured, not considered serious, thankfully, hopefully. Miles Bridges at the top of this queue. Do not do it. Do not draft him. Outside of the top, yeah. You know, yeah, maybe around 11, around 12. But yeah, I'm really, really skeptical. John Collins, I have been pretty skeptical of him all offseason. I don't think it's going to work out spectacularly well in Utah. But Utah's probably the team I have the least handle on what the hell is happening. Point guards, no idea. I think I'm just grabbing all of them. Sexton, Clarkson, uh, Dunn, um, George, Horton Tucker, Abaji. I had in the draft. I dropped him in the World Cup, actually. And then I picked up like, Horton Tucker and George, I think. Uh, instead. Nurkic goes at 105. That's good. Miles Bridges, 106. Yeah, that's pretty yuck. Yeah, you can't do that in round eight. That's just not good. I don't think he's going to play. He shouldn't play. That's yuck. Um, Toby Harris, 107. Absolute daylight fevery that is, from you daylight badger. Harris at 107 is an insanely good pick. Why is Tyus Jones still there? That is who I'm getting. I do need a guard. Bruce Brown goes, why the... Okay, well, this is... Come on. What what are we doing? Why is Tyus Jones there? I'll take Tyus. Um, Asad Thompson and Nekar Okonwu and Ben Mathurin are targets for me. Let's throw Benny into the queue. I really do like getting Ben late. He's got the shooting guard small forward eligibility, which is a bonus too. Rowan Barrett goes 110. Eh, That's actually good. Okonwu and Asad Thompson should be targeted here too. Josh Hart, 112. Yeah, not really that interested in him. Bob Portis, 113. Um, Alright. PJ Washington, 114. Like that, the PJ pick has upside. Absolute has upside. Should I take Sadiq Bey? Jordan Clarkson goes at 115. It is my pick. Alright, let's just grab Big Ben Matherin. At one eighteen or one sixteen, I think he's got upside to be thirty spots ahead of that. Doesn't mean he gets there, but let's take a crack. And he's got that eligibility across those two positions, which I didn't really have much of, which is also a W. So, who? I'm surprised no one. We're outside to the top hundred, and Asar Thompson has not gone. And this is a format where you're not penalised for poor shooting. Zach Collins goes 117. That is pretty good. Jeremy Sohan should start to come soon. Well, maybe. It's up to him in his personal life. He should come off the board soon, though. Anyeka Okongwu, Manuel Quickly, Dennis Schroeder, uh, Jonas Valanciunas, of course, old mate Sadiq Bey. If you're in a deep league, by the way, like the Locked On Fantasy Basketball, ball, I'd be having a crack at Charles Bassey in one of those late rounds. There's a couple of these interesting players who just aren't going to play much, but when you've got stash ability... I like it. He's one of them. Um, Shake Milton is one of them in Minnesota. You could even consider or Naz Reid obviously is one of those as well. Oh, that's good. Yeah, there, Gordon Haywood. Valanciunas one nineteen. Actually, you know, smooth. I'm going to criticize some of your picks, but uh, that that is awesome. That is Valanciunas at that spot is a very very strong pick. Pretty early for Gordon. I disagree. I think mean, that's actually pretty spot on given the Miles Bridges stuff. Asar Thompson goes. I like that from you Raptors. I'm just going to comment there like the Gordo pick. Bud Heald goes. Does Gordon start? Yes, he starts. Over Miller? Yeah, you, you haven't met Steve Clifford. Miller's not good yet. Keegan Murray goes 123. Yes, he's going to start next to Washington is the guest for Haywood like he did in the preseason game. Keegan, 123. Um, why are you all letting Sadiq Bey fall? Why is a Kongwu and quickly falling? Okay. Or did a Kongwu go? No, you went. I missed it. Sorry. My bad. Shaden Sharp, 124. This is about right for Shaden, I believe. I have some concerns about him, but this is about the right spot. We haven't started to see the Jazz guards go, and they should start to happen soon. Boyan goes 125. Okay. Okay, I'm not really in on that. That's all right. I'm not really, but remember, we're in round nine of a 14 team league here. Boyan's at 125, um, which is all right. Brogdon, yeah. Brogdon, 126. Like, yeah, that's fine. I, I yeah, no, nah, that's not. Nah, I'll say no to that one. I just, again, it's round nine. He's have some sort of a role, but how big of a role is it going to be in Portland? And if he's got a big role, then Shaden Sharp doesn't work out, I'm guessing, as a pick. Cole Anthony, 127. Yeah, look, yeah. Fine. Fine, I like him. Ah, uh, the minutes there uh, is the role there. No one's taking Sohan yet. Maybe I'm. Maybe I am over projecting Sohan. That is possible. What does Sohan average? I see twenty three in like twenty six minutes. Okay. Um. Don't talk about guys in the dry that haven't been picked for. F- I'm doing it because you're not hearing me. Trey Murphy gets auto picked at one twenty eight. Ah, uh, okay, cool. That's actually okay-ish. Actually, I take it back. It's not really. He's not a particularly strong points league guy. He averaged 25 points last season, fantasy points. So, yeah, I don't know about that. I know you all hate the Brogdon people. When he gets traded, he's going to beat this spot. Is he? Is he? I don't know. Sadiq Bey goes 129. Pretty good spot there for Sadiq. Mitch Robinson and Dennis Schroeder are still available. They are just going to jump headfirst into my queue. Throw Sohan in there as well. Schroeder. Mitch Robinson goes 130. Well, I missed on that one. What is OG going to do? OG big homie re- Rai Rai? Cool. Mike Conley at 131. I don't think I'd do him at 131 in a 12-team, but in this sort of a league, sure. I, just, I have a lot of guys I think are probably going to be better. Gary Trent, th- Gary Trent, going ahead of Dennis Schroeder to me is not the move, but it's okay. Ah, uh, he's a Raptors guy. Fair enough. Good for you. I have like eight centers where well, you probably want to do something about that. Denny Avdir at one thirty-four. I wonder. Hmm, I wonder whether the Wizards are just going to start Bilal Kalabali. I thought there was no chance that the Wizards guys I talked to thought there'd be no chance that. Started the first preseason. What that means, obviously, is that Corey Kispert's trash. We knew that, and that Avdier they're looking at as a bench player. Interesting. Zubats goes 135. So I am probably going to get Schroeder here, which I like. Obi Toppin goes 136. Let's take Dennis in that spot. I believe he will be the Raptor starting point guard. I believe. Um, Brandon Miller, 138. Okay. I'm just, I'm, yeah. I, even with Bridges probably being out, I don't think Miller's starting. But it does help him, I think, pretty clearly. Um, okay. Ripper. Have you disappeared? No, there you are. Jaden McDaniels, who is not very good in a points league. What am I going to do with my next one? Well, if Quickly's there, that's what we're doing. Paul Reed, yeah. Paul Reed doesn't have anywhere near the appeal in a point seed than he does in a category league. Kyle Anderson, 141. And eh, it's all right. Tari Eason, yeah, maybe, maybe. I think there's just a few too many bodies there. Unfortunately. As much as I like him, Norman Powell goes, okay, well, well we're just going to take Emmanuel Quickly here, aren't we? Thank you. And we'll see how that works out. I am somewhat concerned about quickly in his role, in his minutes. There's just a lot of guys in that backcourt. But I'm not passing him up at 144. Rob Williams, 145 is pretty good. And then I'm going to start looking at flyer types. But I am going to throw old mate Jaden Hardy into the queue. I am going to throw um, Horton Tucker as much as I think he's bad. Even if he starts opening night and gets benched in a week, we get some value. Um, who else am I going to put in there? Sexo, who I just, again, I don't think is good, but we want to just get some opportunities at the Jazz guard spot. Well, there goes Horton Tucker, which I do like from you Raptors. Christian Wood, I, yeah, I don't think so. They He's not, he's not even playing as a starter in filling games in the preseason. I'm just not sure he's going to do enough. Amen, Thompson, 149. Also, Christian Wood's not a very good player. So that's a part of it too. Sexo 150, good, 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 good. Pat Williams 151. Williams doesn't have quite the appeal in a points league than he does in a category league. Jalen Suggs looks like he's going to get first crack at starting in um, Orlando. Whether he can stick it or not, I don't know. D'Anthony Melton has way less value in this format than he does in a category league also. um. So we are in bench mode here for a 14-teamer. After Pat Williams goes Josh Richardson, which I really like. Kavon Looney at 153. is not, not bad, actually. It's not bad. He probably exceeds that from a points league. What did he average last year? 25 fantasy points. It's probably pretty okay there. Um, And now Boney looking to finish round 11 with founder pants Kevin Herder, Who at round 11 in a 14-teamer? I think it's fine. That's 154. I don't love Herder in a 12. In a 14, he does gain more value. Jarris Walker. All right, taking a swing there. Walker's first game in the preseason. Excellent. Second game, not so good. Always remember to get context around preseason performances. The other... Ooh. Got a, the top of my queue currently has three Hawks players. Bogdanovich, Jalen Johnson, and DeAndre Hunter. I'm going to throw Jalen because he does have upside. I'm just going to do a lot of swings here. I've got Jaden Hardy, Jalen Johnson, Kante George just goes goes uh, after Isaiah Stewart. That's a good pick. Quentin Grimes goes. Again, like I'm worried about quickly, I'm worried about Grimes. I think Grimes is really good, but will they play him enough? Let's hope, let's hope he does. What flyer am I going to take? I think it's going, hmm, do I just load up and, oh Derek Lively I like, much more valuable in a category league. In fact, if I look at his points, it's pretty low. Yeah, I don't love him in a seat, but that's what we're doing. We're taking some cracks here. Uh, Melton goes, which his value is not super strong in this format, but at 162, it is, it is good. So I'm going to probably have a choice here between Hardy and Johnson. I think I'll take Jalen and then go Jaden, just to confuse everybody. Jalen, then Jaden. Johnson, then Hardy is my guess for the next two picks. If that is allowed, if these guys let me do it. Suggs at 163, good. Oh no! Wales, Gulf, Madrid. Can you go and get? Um. Okay. So that. Urgh. Let's take Hardy, just in case Kyrie's injury lasts. Let's just take Jaden Hardy there at one sixty-five, and upside, upside. Ooh. Okay. Kaminga goes one sixty-six. Actually, was considering him. You know who I might look at. Who's actually has put up some good scoring performances in the preseason. It's Rui Hachimura. Of course, a lot of guys have been out, but it's not a bad swing. I don't love it in the category, but in a 14-team points league, pick 172, which is my next one, I will consider it. But I'm also going to consider, like, I don't know, Hunter's still there, and we're getting to a stage where this is actual value for him, and the same goes for Bogdan. Well, he just went, so I can't get Bogdan. So... Is it Hachimura or Hunter? Who's more likely to play 30? Well, it's Hunter. Um, Yeah. Malik Monk, the other one sitting around that probably should... Larry Nance? What on earth? What the... He's not even healthy. I like Larry Nance. Not for points leagues and not when he's injured. Again, with his knee. Yeah, nah. Cam Thomas. All right. I don't know that it's going to work out. I feel really confident that he's not going to start. Jared Vanderbilt bar, also not a pick that I'm, that I'm enjoying. Why would you take Vanderbilt over Hachimura in a points league? Uh, I, I don't get that. I don't get it at all. But I'll take DeAndre Hunter there. Again, do I think DeAndre Hunter's got upside? No. Do I think that even if he performs at median value, he beats this by 30 spots? Probably. Could he lose his spot to Jalen Johnson? Sure. Do I care? No, I just drop him. Upside is not just about a young guy with no chance of getting there. It's about... Is this guy going to give me 30, 40 spots of value? Can they get you 70? That would be ideal. But when the guys fall too far, you got to probably snag them if you've grabbed some upsides earlier, which I did with Jaden Hardy and maybe a little bit quickly and I would have liked Jalen Johnson. Um, Malik Monk, 174. Some other guys to start considering here. Like We've got like guys like Harrison Barnes, Al Horford, Grant Williams, are they exciting? No, but actually, are they giving even enough value? I'm not sure. Adrian Griffin goes. Well, that is... This guy's just gone fly. It's Horton Tucker, Lively Griffin. Totally good. There goes Harrison Barnes. Max Struess goes at 177. Struder, I reckon, is going to start. Is he going to do much points-wise? I don't think so. 21, 22 fantasy points, maybe? He's not a big fantasy guy. Al Horford there. All right. This guy complained he had all centers, and then took Al Horford. Lou Dort at 179. Is that even value for Al Horford? I don't think so. What did Al average last year in points? About 25, I guess. I'm not sure he's going to get that again. Lou Dort 179, obviously. Interesting that Houston Dylan Brooks is getting more love than Oklahoma City Dylan Brooks. Grant Williams, 180. Sure. Oh, Chris hasn't gone. That is just... I, I don't think he's going to get the starting job. He's... Sh- if we're going just by how they've played, he probably should, but I don't know that he will. Olenek at 181. I mean, cool, fine. I might... I mm. The other one to look at here is Malik Beasley, who it does appear is going to get a look at as being a starter in Milwaukee. So, Hachimura, Beasley, Dunn are on my queue. Nikola Jovic, that is flyer type. I don't really see it paying off, but we'll see. I am biased against Jovic because I don't think he's a particularly good prospect. We'll see how it works out. Drew Eubanks at 183. Cool. Ubre at 184. Oubre is pretty good in a points league. I, his role is going to be very dependent on others, obviously. My If you look at the projections, my team is projected miles ahead of everybody. But again, it's using my projections. In a, and in a points league... There's no build. It's like, hey, who do you think is going to score more points? And all the guys that I've gotten, I think are going to outproduce their draft spot by a significant amount. Maybe not Giannis at four. Um, but everyone else, maybe not even Randall at 20. That's about the right spot. But everyone else, I project them that way. And that's how I've looked at it. I, what the hell? Why is Wiseman? Timer expired. Cool. Terrence Mann goes 186. It glitched. Okay. Um it's your last pick, mate. It's all good. Terrence Mann, 186. i six. I'm not to do with the Covington situation. They didn't start Terrence Mann last game. They started Covington. He went off as usual. But there are too many guys in LA. There are 12 rotation players, and they're not going to run them all. Two guys have to miss out now. I think it's probably Marcus Morris. But there are you'll have one person, hey, man, is Bones Holland going to get 23 minutes? And someone said, Robert Covington's going to start. Hey, is Terrence Mann going to play 30 minutes? All those things can't happen concurrently. Play the 240 game. It's, it's impossible. People miss out and you look and you go, man, I've only got Bones projected for 12 minutes. That doesn't seem right. And then you look at every other player and how you got to get their minutes in. Uh, Beasley goes, well, like that. Beasley at 188. Lowry at 189. Actually, not too bad. Nempard 190. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. So Rui or Chris Dunn for me. I imagine they both go here. I uh, I'm tipping I won't be particularly happy if that happens. We'll see. Oh, the duck, Luke I like that. So I'm going to get one of Hachimura done. What should I do? It's probably... Oh, God. Done. I actually don't know what I'm going to do here. Let's take Rui. Let's take Rui. I feel sick about that. That's yuck. I should have taken done. Um, Three more to go. Yeah, there you go. Ripper tweaks Chris Dunn. Bilal Kalabali. I like that from you, Nash. I don't know if it's going to work out, but I do really, really like it. Okay, so let's look at the draft. I went pick four, 14-team league. Giannis, then Randall, Cunningham, Kuzma, Maxi, Wiggins, Wendell Carter, Tyus Jones, Benedict Matherin, Dennis Schroeder, Emmanuel Quickly, Jaden Hardy, DeAndre Hunter, and Rui Hachimura. The projected standings on Basketball Monster have me, then Daylight Badger, Ariel, Buy the Book, Wales Golf Madrid, A Drizzy, Ionic Flare, Ripper, Smooth, Nash, Raptors, OG, Boney, and Northcore. Don't worry about it though. It's a mock draft, and the projections can always be wrong. Guys, that is the end of the show. Points League mock draft in the books. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you are here on YouTube, I think you know what to do. You tell me this is trash, but you also give it a thumbs up and you ring the notification bell. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.